The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We all have those thoughts that will not die. Along with many other thought distractions, these can keep us from thinking clearly and focusing on what we desire and who we can be. This is Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. What if you could learn to command the power of thought and make the laws of the universe work in your favor? It can be done, and it just takes some adjustments to become a thought genius. Now, here is your host, Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin. Welcome to this uh, episode of Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. And I have uh, a, a wonderful friend and uh, longtime colleague uh, joining with us today, Teresa Beatty. Uh, Teresa is a graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and the Texas School of Massage. Um, she has a, an amazing story because she is a cancer survivor through holistic methods. Uh, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. And um, she also is a certified health coach, a lymphatic stimulation practitioner. Teresa specializes in the recovery and prevention of cancer, utilizing natural approaches that harmonize with each individual's body. Her uh, decision to use alternative therapies uh, to recover um, and set her on a mission to help others uh, is, again, an amazing, amazing story. So through her mastery-level training in quantum physics with uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, she offers a compassionate and easy-to-follow coaching method for healing of chronic conditions, even terminal illness. Teresa, it is wonderful to have you on the show and uh, get together a little bit. Uh, uh, we don't see each other that often, but uh, we talk all the time, and it's wonderful to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much. I share those sentiments. That's one of the gifts when you know someone who is uh, just a a wonderful person really pursuing great things like you are, that even when time passes, it's just like nothing did pass when you connect again. And I love that about our our special relationship. Yeah. Now, I know your amazing story, but uh, could you uh, tell your story and how you got to where you are today? That's... a truly inspiring story. Oh, absolutely. You know, as I even remember some of my journey, I am re-inspired for what I know is a mission to serve in this lifetime. And it really began a number of years ago, although at the time I had no idea where it would take me, and that was as far back as 1998 when I was originally diagnosed with cervical cancer. And as anybody who hears that word can relate, there's something about the word cancer. It just like instills this experience of fear in most people. And of course, we now know that our emotions contribute to our demise or to our healing. But I went through uh, initially a a very long-term traditional journey to many, in many respects, uh, trusting the uh, Western approach towards illness, 
which is to look at the symptoms, address the symptoms, and not look really much deeper than that. And what that ended up leading me to was becoming more and more ill over time. And I started to look at alternatives, especially with emotional aspects, and I had a major seed planted in the summer of 2010 when I attended an introductory workshop, actually, really just a talk with Dr. Joe Dispenza. And in that same window of time, I was also doing a lot of studying because the treatment I'd undergone was making me more sick. And so I looked at, well, where, how am I toxic, not only physically, but even mentally? And there was something that Dr. Joe Dispenza said that planted a, a huge seed that later grew into a lot of what I'm involved in now, and that is that our mind has a huge impact on what happens in our life and what even ends up showing up physiologically as well as environmentally. And I didn't really understand it at the time because I was so influenced by all of these messages that our, that our, our body is like a victim. We are a victim to our body. But something in that just never quite set right. It felt like there was something more, something I was missing, something that I had been told that was just not complete. And so when I became really critically ill, which was that following January, I remember it so well. It was literally New Year's Day, January 2011, the beginning of a brand new year, and what ended up for me being a brand new life. And that was when I was in critical condition in the Sugarland Memorial Hospital. And I was told that this was really kind of the end of my days. My body had gone through so much that it was no longer responding. But I had really a, what I call a conversation with God when I was in the hospital. And I saw a new vision. Literally, I saw a vision and I had a choice. And the vision was that I saw this sea of souls, and I saw that somehow in, in me returning to my body, I was going to be able to help this sea of souls. And again, I didn't understand it, and sometimes there's times you just not ask, well, how is that going to happen? You just step into it and go, okay, I'm just going to say yes to this, and, and everything else will become clear to me over time. And that's what I did. And when I made that yes towards this vision... And I came back to my body. My body still had a lot of healing to go through. But there was this awareness, there was this step of faith that I had experienced in just a, a, a moment that changed me forever. And that was shifting my beliefs to what seemed impossible to embracing possible. And that shift is what I literally embrace every day now. And it has a profound impact on my body, my state of mind, what's available to me, and what's available to others that I serve. And in that journey, as I began to uncover what were the messages I had missed, and I came to realize I had missed a real sense of listening to my body. I had missed how to step into my greatness and really start to pay attention to even my inner dialogue and talk to my body listen to what my body needed, not just what I was addicted to. And I realized I was actually addicted to sugar, 
I was addicted to more negative thoughts than I wanted to admit. And I had to flush all of that out of my life. And it took me a year just to walk again. But in that year, I completely eliminated all medication, which from a physical standpoint, I admit it was very difficult. I experienced a lot of physical pain, and so I understand how hard that can be. And to make those kind of decisions is an individual choice we all have to make. But I made that choice. I made the choice that, difficult as it was, I was going to actually listen to my body for once. And as I started to understand what I really needed, my body started to recover. And for some people, it's an instant healing. For me, it was a longer journey. I had lots of layers of mental beliefs and physical challenges that I had created through bad choices for many years. So it took time. But, oh, my gosh, my journey has been worth everything I have experienced. There have been nuggets of wisdom that have been revealed to me about myself, about life and the bigger picture, that, you know, this is just a time in my life. I'm not here. You know, I wasn't being punished for something. I wasn't supposed to be enduring agony forever because I was a martyr. All of these things that had filtered into my mind that just weren't true. And so I started to embrace joy just because I drew breath. For no other reason, just for that. And And my body began to respond. Yeah, that must have felt really great after all of that pain and suffering and um, the mental anguish and so forth to, to just realize that wow, now I have something that's worthwhile. This feels good. This feels better. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. And then that, of course, builds on itself, you know, where I'm not stuck in this miserable state of mental and physical suffering because they, they end up spiraling downward together. I, I actively and purposefully did everything. I mean, I, I literally I stopped watching news. Just little things like that. It's amazing what a shift that can make. And then I replaced it. You know, I didn't just leave my mind empty. I made active efforts to capture my thoughts and pay attention to them for a change. And I did step into some fantastic and wonderful work, which I'm sure we can go into more later with Dr. Joe Dispenza and the power of our thoughts. And, of course, that's a lot of what you're involved in as well, our, our beliefs and how that can make a difference in shifting our very lives. It, it, it all makes a difference. What I put in my mouth and what I put in my mind, the combination of that is, it's like the perfect recipe for a yeah. successful life. When our thoughts are holding us hostage, it, it really is building a prison that is difficult to break out of because it becomes such a habit and we don't even realize that we're doing it for the most part. Um, so, yeah, deciding what we're going to, how we're going to nourish ourselves, who we're going to hang out with, uh, the kinds of things that we need to do to change that whole paradigm, sometimes can be very, very difficult in terms of making choices of uh, distancing ourselves from people who are toxic, uh, those kinds of things. So uh, I'm sure that many people out there may be listening to this and thinking, yeah, that's that's my life. Maybe not to the degree that Teresa has experienced it, but yeah, I'm, I'm living some of that myself. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I, I know that you came together with uh, Dr. Log, uh, Logan uh, Barbish. Uh, probably, uh, is that how you pronounce his name, Dr. Logan Barbish? It is, although okay. everybody affectionately just calls him Dr. Logan because nobody gets the last name said correctly. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's much easier. So you came together with Dr. Logan and formed the uh, Reconnect Chiropractic and Holistic Center there in Houston. Yes. So how did all of that come about? Well, it again is a part of my belief shift because if you were to tell me 10 years ago that I would be where I am now with the center that I run now, I would have said you were crazy because it was nothing I had in my vision then. And however, I'm a, I personally am not a chiropractor and actually at the time I, I didn't even know Dr. Logan when this vision came to me, which was about three years ago. I was at an advanced workshop with uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and in that experience, I had this vision come to me, and it was during an uh, an exercise where we were just letting our soul grow, so to speak, and we weren't holding anything back based upon logic. We were just allowing our heart to guide us to our, our greater purpose. And this vision came to me, and it didn't make any sense, and so I didn't ask why. Again, I had already learned that's a foolish endeavor to go down. Uh, so I just said, wow, this is amazing. How did this come about? But it's exciting. It's amazing, and I have no idea how that's going to happen, so I'm just going to step into it and go, all right, yes, this looks like something that I'm supposed to grow into, and I had to do a lot of growing in order to be able to step into these shoes. So that's actually how that spark began in that vision. And then I actually traveled to Yelm, Washington, where Dr. Joe Dispenza's chiropractic clinic is. It's still operational, although he's doing so many other things with brain neuroscience now. And I took pictures of his clinic. I went through the whole clinic. I spent half a day there and visited with the staff. And then I had those pictures. And I looked at those pictures regularly. I incorporated some of that in my mind movie, which elevated my emotions to this experience of believing, the again, the possible and the impossible. None of it made any sense. And then I started getting some of the additional education that my visions showed me I needed to get uh, with getting into more advanced knowledge of lymphatics so that I could serve people in that way. And... Here I am, three years later. I, I put forth the actions into that original vision, and then um, about a year and a half ago now, as when I met Dr. Logan through a mutual friend. We had never known each other before. And when we started to learn to, to about each other's visions in life, we found that perfect compatibility, and, and we came together. So you literally manifested your vision. Uh, interesting that you outlined the steps of how you went about that. And uh, did, did you find some challenges along the way? And, well, I don't know that I can do this, or I don't believe that, or and then try to rein in your thoughts as uh, all of the various aspects that you needed to put into your mind and into your belief system in order to manifest your vision. Oh, did absolutely. The, I would say probably one of the things I struggled with the most was, this is, I mean, this is a huge commitment to make financially, 
mentally, emotionally, it's huge. It just to keep harnessing those self-doubts that want to come in and the naysayers. I mean, there's always, there's always people that are like, you don't know how that's going to happen. You've never run that kind of business before. You know, those questions. And those questions breed doubt and they, they breed lack of success. So I surrounded myself with people who knew some pieces about pulling this together more than I did and listened to them. I also uh, delved into making sure my state of mind was where it needed to stay, and I had to I had to keep doing it. It's not something that just like arrived, and then I was in this state of total knowing all the time. I had to just keep coming back to that because there's that you know there's that human doubt that creeps in, and I just had to keep harnessing those uh, those emotions that I knew wouldn't uh, help bring this about. You know, we have a couple of minutes before going to break here, and uh, you mentioned your mind movie. Uh, there may be a lot of people out there who aren't uh, familiar with the mind movie. In fact, Natalie Ledwell, who uh, was one of the co-founders of uh, mind movies, uh, was on one of our shows earlier, and people can archive that and, and listen to that show. But how how instrumental was your mind movie in helping you keep your thoughts from holding you hostage? very instrumental because I'm really like everybody else. I'm in a human condition in this lifetime and that means I'm subject to toxicity and I'm subject to decay. And that doesn't mean just physical, that means mental. So if we don't constantly nourish our mind and our emotions with things that build us up and bring us hope and inspiration, it will decay. And that's definitely what I, I'm like. I, I know how that state of mind led me to a, a depressed life previously. And so there's no way, if, if you know, it's like throwing away a lifesaver when you're drowning. This is a like a life giver mind movie because it, it helps you master your own thoughts. And you choose it yourself. You choose what your greater vision is of your life, which is what the mind movie is so powerful about. That's why... Negative programming is so powerful because we are affected by videos at a different level of our mind than just verbally, and I I just accepted that. that. That's so, so important, and we've measured the effects of those mind movies and so forth and know how powerful they are in the mind, but uh, let's take a short break now. You're listening to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll be right back. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you find that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would? Maybe your power of intention needs fine-tuning. The latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns. They determine your behavior as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field. Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain, and the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere, but you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. 
If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at ThoughtGenius.com. That's ThoughtGenius.com. On It's Absolutely All About You, host Eileen Nunez bases her show on the forthcoming book of the same name. If you've been taught to hold your head high and keep your self-esteem in check, where do you go if you aren't yet achieving that goal? Each program is based on a chapter of the book and comes from Eileen's many years of experience in order to help you find your inner peace. Listen for It's Absolutely All About You, live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com. Now, back to this week's program. We're back with my guest, Teresa Beattie, and uh, we've been discussing uh, uh, holistic uh, uh, elements in curing diseases and uh, the uh, uh, center that uh, she has with uh, Dr. Logan, uh, Reconnect Chiropractic and Holistic Center in uh, Houston. And uh, I know that you have one of the services that you offer uh, described as lymphatic uh, therapy, um, and, and I was... Uh, telling you uh, during the break that uh, my wife recently had a lymphatic massage and I don't know how the the two of those differ but she felt so terrific after that and uh, you know wants to do do more of that so how did you end up pursuing this kind of unique element this lymphatic therapy tell us what it is and what does it do well that's an awesome question because it's so near and dear to my heart I am a cancer survivor, and really I like to go beyond that because survival means just getting by. So my life is really about thriving, and that's what I strive to inspire other people to step into, what is thriving for them. And one of the things that I've learned through my own journey with cancer is there's a side effect to cancer treatment and even uh, just having cancer, and that's called lymphedema. And this is like a mystery area. It reminds me of the last frontier of the human body that is largely misunderstood and largely not even paid attention to. However, it is the most critical part. I really, uh, second to none to the circulatory system, and that's because we rely on it for our waste elimination. And it also reflects the, the flow of uh, nutrient exchange between the waste and our circulatory system, ultimately going into virtually every cell in our body. And the significance is that when our lymph system, which, you know, you, if you were to think of the human body, you think of 
a massive network of roads. And in certain parts of the body, like under the armpits, right around the, the neck, in the groin area, and behind the knees are what we would think in terms of as major highways. Those areas of the body have to be cleansed regularly, and normally it's just our muscular system that helps to pump them because they don't have a pump like the heart, and that helps to move waste out of our body and eventually be eliminated through sweat, through primarily our lymphatic flow, like our traffic flow, and goes out through its normal channels. However, because I developed lymphedema through surgical intervention, taking part of my highway out in my hips, then I learned how inhibiting that can be to our lives. Not only does it cause that abnormal swelling, you know, we've all had swelling, you know, if you have a, a something hit you suddenly and you get swelling immediately. Well, that's our lymph system that swells. And when it swells for a short period of time, it's aiding, bringing more fluid to the area to help flush out the damage that's been done. That's what's happening. If it stays there, over time, it can start to break down the healthy tissue in that area and ultimately lead to a sluggish lymph system. It's kind of like, Cars that slow down on the freeway going 20 miles an hour and the speed limit's 55, well, you're not going to get there as fast. It's the same thing with our toxins. When you have somebody helping, like you mentioned, your your wife Trish got a lymphatic massage, that's going to help speed that up. So you've got your fluid going 20 miles an hour and somebody comes along and they start pushing it forward, now it can start to catch up to the speed of the rest of the traffic. And it's no longer sluggish. It's going to release through your body all those toxins that were slowed down. And if it stays slowed down, you then become at risk for very serious infections called cellulitis infections. And those are always life-threatening. So it's my own personal interest in my own personal health that got me into this. And it's beneficial for all of us because who doesn't want to speed out the toxins in our body and let them be released faster than slower? I mean, that just makes sense. And that's why even though Trish doesn't have lymphedema, she does have lymph. Everybody does. And so it's always beneficial to have that moved out of our body faster, and it gives our natural channels kind of a break so that they don't have to work as hard because uh, gravity is always against us with our lymph system as well. Uh, so that's that's truly why I'm so passionate about it. It's truly at the kind of the foundation of helping our body to restore. We have to get the toxins out, and that's our main channel to do it. Yeah, you know, I know that uh, when she... She heard about this uh, uh, from one of her patients, I think, that she's a dental hygienist and uh, uh, found out about this uh, lymphatic massage and decided to, to go do that. But she found it difficult to find people who who actually uh, offer this kind of service. And I guess um, what she was telling me, that there's only two or 300 that even offer that in the United States. That's not very many. Is this kind of a new and emerging uh, process or a service that, that is uh, being offered now? 
It is new in many respects, although there is in the Houston area an actual organization that specializes in this. Uh, I've taken it kind of another step further where I have expanded not only with providing the manual lymphatic stimulation, which is very powerful, but also I've combined that with vibrational therapy, which is with a unit called the LymphStar Pro, which has, has been shown to actually help break up the protein that's in the lymph fluid. And it's the protein that is sometimes confused and people don't, even in people in the medical field, don't always know what they're doing when they tell somebody who's got abnormal swelling, oh, we'll take a, like this water pill. Well, you can actually create a bigger problem by doing that because it's, the protein doesn't flow out, just the uh, fluid does. And it's the protein that causes the, really the sluggishness. So we need that protein to be kind of shook up, so to speak, and the vibrational therapy that I combine with my manual therapy helps to even more effectively break up the particles of protein that are caught and sluggish within the lymph fluid. And then that, together with the lymph fluid, helps to be moved out through the manual stimulation that follows it. Now, that's very, very interesting. Um, you and I have had a number of conversations about uh, the power of intention, mm-hmm. and I know that you use uh, intention in uh, in the work that you do. Yeah. Um, let's have a little bit of a conversation about intention and how you utilize that in your work. Well, the power of intention is, I'm not sure power is even the best word because it's so necessary to bring about the deeper changes that we sometimes need help with for ourselves and others. Always before I begin uh, any kind of therapy with someone, I tap into my heart space because it is our intention that is not mental. And that's the distinction I want everybody to hear. A true intention doesn't stay within just our mind like an analytical exercise. It opens up our heart so that our heart becomes a part of like a living prayer. And I always do that when I focus in on a a beloved soul who is mine to work with on a a particular day. And I will know, for example, a particular young man who's one of our clients he was going to be coming in for a full-body health assessment. And I knew that he had difficulty with his extremities, particularly his hands, having a consistent pulse because of his uh, cancer in his uh, scapula area of his back, which affected his hands. So in order to better prepare for his experience to be successful, I opened my heart and I focused my heart through a power of intention on his hands being consistently receiving the pulse so that we could take a good reading of what was happening within his body. And as he came into the office, his hands had been cold, which was a problem that he typically has. He shared with me that as he walked into our office, his hands warmed up. And I was focusing on him at that time. And so 
I just want to share with you know with you and our listeners that is an example of how opening my heart and opening that into the specific intention there was a specificity that was included with my heart heart opening up that actually impacted his physiology well that's uh, really interesting because we just finished a study um, trying to uh, understand how energy healing actually works and what gives it its power and uh, we had about 60 people in this study and one of the things that, that we found that, that I uh, termed uh, the neurophotonic field effect, we recognize that the heart, there's an electromagnetic center around the heart and an electromagnetic center around the brain. And when these two electromagnetic centers line up, that uh, something magical begins to happen. We also found that <clears throat> when there is focus and intention and emotion, that those people who are energy healers, when they apply that, it creates a field within the field. So that heart-centeredness that you were talking about in relationship with the intention, your focus, and having a positive emotion that we're going into that really creates like a laser beam effect in terms of working with the energy in a person's body and also working with the energy around them in the energy field that we all have. <clears throat> so that's the scientific explanation of what you just detailed for us. But wow, that's awesome. Yeah, intention and having a focus and putting the emotion into it for people who are energy healers is really what allows it to be much more effective because it aligns, you know, the the uh, the the heart uh, electromagnetic center, the brain, and all of these systems start working together in in unison by creating that field within the field. Man, I love that explanation. That is so <laughs> empowering. It really so, is. Uh, since the lymph system is so important, um, how does the, the lymph flow of our body parallel with the uh, with flow of life? Well, the thing that's really powerful to be aware of is that the lymph system, as I shared before, is an absolute necessity in order for us to continue to function. As it slows down, actually, we slow down. And so when there is a blockage or slowing down of the lymph fluid, there is truly an increased risk, not only of swelling, but infections. And that signifies a buildup of toxicity in our body. In addition to that, think of how in life, emotional toxicity contributes to the same kind of sluggishness internally. Because who... Who have we known who's depressed who then wants to go skipping? They just don't go hand in hand. So somebody who's in a depressed state of mind is also in a slowing down physiological state. They tend to want to curl up in a ball and stay away from others, kind of limiting themselves from the experience of living itself. They often want to sleep a lot or be lazy and so when we have our mental and our emotional states in the opposite way, 
in a state of joy just because. The chance is that we are actually going to start to recreate within our physiology, and we have scientific proof that shows this, our flow within our body, our physiological flow of our lymph itself begins to move. It's like our, as our heart dances, our internal fluid begins to dance. And when you dance, you are moving. And so our physiological internal dance is enhanced. And that is what really the flow of life is all about. It's, from my perspective, it's about harmonizing with the, the mind and the heart so that we begin to dance in our spirit and our body follows along with that. And that's what I help people to recreate in their own experience of life. Before it shows up, let's begin the dance in our state of mind first, and the body will then start to align with that. That's really amazing. Um, Before we go to break, can you give us some idea who would be a good candidate for this kind of therapy? Well, certainly some of the candidates that I've worked with that have had very powerful experiences are people who are at risk for cancer. Ideally, let's prevent that if there's some of that concern in your family. A lot of times people who have, they know that their body is slowing down prior to cancer showing up, and they want to prevent something worse from coming about people who know that there is toxicity and they would like some guidance. How do I get a hold of getting rid of this toxicity, my mental toxicity and my physical toxicity? I need some help. And those are some people who are willing to reach out and say, you know, I'm tired of trying to find out all these answers on my own. I'm willing to step into my greatness. Please be my guide. And those are the people that I can say, I'm here for you, and together we will find that inner dance and help you find that inner radiance for your life to be its very best. So let's take a short break now, and uh, you, uh, when we come back, uh, you'll be able to, uh, we'll talk about nutrition and alternative therapies. And uh, So uh, you're listening to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Do you find that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would? Maybe your power of intention needs fine-tuning. The latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns. They determine your behavior as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field. Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain, and the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere. But you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at ThoughtGenius.com. 
That's ThoughtGenius.com. Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com. Now, back to this week's program. with my good friend and uh, guest, Teresa Beattie, and uh, we have been discussing uh, lymphatic therapy and uh, what all of that means and the power of uh, intention and and how that's so important in uh, uh, people who are doing energy healing work. I also know that, uh, Teresa, you are uh, an absolute expert in nutrition, and you offer uh, uh I, I hate to use this term, but cooking classes, because uh, <laughs> I know it's so much more than that. So maybe you can uh, give us some more insight as to uh, what that really means and, and how important that uh, nutrition is to our overall health. That's a great question. I want people to understand that nutrition is different than what we often think. And so let me express what my view is of real nutrition. Nutrition is when we understand what our body needs, our mind needs, and what elevates our soul, and we give it that. And that certainly does involve specific foods for specific people. There is no one perfect diet for everybody. And that is... Uh, a misnomer that a lot of times becomes very popular because it's easy. And here is a, a, a truth that for me is a wonderful truth, but for some people can sound uh, more difficult than what they thought. And that is when we learn to listen to what our life and our body needs, then it empowers us to do and, and think and eat what really serves us best. And many times that does mean that someone like me can step in and I can help you uncover what does your body need because it does go hand in hand with what your heart and your mind needs as well. They are not separate things. And that is a very important awareness. It's not just what we eat. It is how we eat and whether what we are eating is even being absorbed. And that is a huge part with many people that I work with. And this is where the emotional component comes in. You can have an all-green diet. You can be eating all, you know, mostly raw foods, which have great enzyme capacity, and you can be dying. And why is that? Because what if your mind 
is at some level is rejecting nutrition. That's a powerful thing to become aware of about yourself. Oh yeah, and, that that uh, uh, is so crucial. And if our awareness is there, but I want to go back to something that that you mentioned just a, a minute ago, uh, the difference between wanting and needing different kinds of nutrition. So you're not talking about if if my body says, I want pizza, that I should listen to that and say, all right, well, then you need pizza or something in the pizza that's going to give you uh, whatever nutrition that you want. That's not what you're talking about, are you? No. I'm talking about there is a greater understanding, and that's one of the kind of the aha awarenesses that we're able to bring here at the center is I do a full body vibrational scan. And what that will reveal is what your body is actually weak in before it even shows up as a symptom or a disease. Because it's testing for the internal vibrational frequency of all of your internal organs. It's called a bioscan full body vibrational assessment. And that is where sometimes when we get addicted to certain foods, we crave them. And craving them is very different than actually restoring and feeding our bodies what it ultimately is needing. When we start to actually know what we need through this type of truth being shown to us, such as I described, and you can see, oh, wow, okay, I have cravings because I'm actually deficient in minerals. And so when those minerals are replaced, the cravings go away. And that is a powerful way to start to rethink and relook at what is it that we're needing. And that is where I am so grateful for, you know, really having a, a broader perspective of where it's not just a particular meal you may crave. That's a perfect example, by the way, since cheese is very addictive and many people get cravings for the casein in cheese and dairy products. So our body can give us mixed signals until we feed it what it's actually needing and help it to get into that internal homeostasis, that internal balance. And that can be confusing to read those, which is where I help people to understand what are the deeper needs of their body. Another thing that I've often seen, and it's it's very common nowadays, there's a lot of gastrointestinal problems that we are seeing at an epidemic level, younger and younger ages, acid reflux, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, celiac disease, so much of this related to not only what we're putting in our mouth, but the stresses that we're adding to our lives and the body's one main area of absor- of receiving stress, the gut. You know, that's why we have the little term, oh, I feel it in my gut. You know, you get the butterflies in your gut when you get nervous. It's so much hits our gut. And when that's not calm and when that's not soothed and healed, then it doesn't absorb the nutrients. It rejects the nutrients and it rejects good things that are coming into our lives because we're not in a state to receive it. Yeah, that's so important. <clears throat> now, this may seem like a really obvious question, but mm-hmm. what have you found to be the most beneficial, diet, exercise, or beliefs? Actually, I really feel at this point it's got to start with beliefs 
because if it wasn't so incredibly powerful what we believe, then how is it that someone who is diagnosed with cancer and told they have six months to live and almost to the day of six months later they die from liver cancer, which we know is a very catastrophic form of cancer, and on the autopsy they discover he didn't have cancer at all of any kind. He believed it because the doctor told him. He had, his chart had been misread. It was actually somebody else's chart. So that's so powerful. Now, it can't end there, and that's what I want people to understand. You have to embrace possibilities for yourself and then take action. And they do need to go hand in hand, but I really believe that, that that's where it starts. It starts with, wow, I, okay, I've been diagnosed with XYZ. But I don't have to embrace that diagnosis as my permanent truth. It is what it is. Now I'm going to embrace. That's where a new belief comes in. That's where I help to reestablish through emotions and then changing your diet, improving your pH level so that it goes towards alkalinity. These factors that support a new belief, and that's what it's about. If we keep doing all the bad things, we really don't believe. And I think that's part of what people get caught up in is, is, well, maybe if I just believed in something and never changed my actions, then somehow that's going to magically change things. And that just hasn't been my experience. When you really step into a higher belief of your life, the actions start to fall in alignment with that. And that's what I help people pull together so that all of that works in your favor, so that you have your beliefs first and foremost shifted And then you have a plan, a dietary adjustment, certain lifestyle shifts, better ways of handling stress based on what your lifestyle looks like, and surrounding yourself with people that are going to love and support you on this new belief system that you've established. Those are all the ingredients. We never want to have a a recipe that doesn't have all the ingredients, and this is the recipe that works. Yeah, it seems like education is a big part of getting started. If a person wants to shift away from things that are not working for them in their life or they they really want to make uh, dietary uh, changes, but getting educated about some of this um, really seems to be important for somebody to shift away from what they are currently doing to creating new beliefs about what's possible. So um, uh, I know that with the Internet now, you can find a lot of really good information, but one needs to be a little cautious about everything on the Internet is not necessarily true. (laughs) True, very so, very much so. I I know that you have a lot of other therapies or modalities that you uh, use in the Holistic uh, Center. Can you talk about those for a couple minutes? Sure, of course. Uh, needless to say, my, my partner, Dr. Logan, he's a chiropractor, and so there is that foundational awareness that helps our body to be in better alignment to allow, again, our nervous system to flow because our nervous system is attached to our spinal cord. So that is crucial to assist our body to be in the position that it needs, again, through 
non-invasive therapeutic ways. So that's his area of expertise to open up the nervous system so that it's not impeded and to help people understand how to get the natural curve restored in their spine. That's called uh, getting rid of the subluxation so that the natural curve is restored. And many times we've been in car accidents and it's gotten a little bit off and over time that causes degeneration of the spinal cord. In addition to that, uh, to enhance the release of toxins in our system, we have here an infrared sauna experience, and we actually have very state-of-the-art cutting edge where we have the far-infrared, the mid-infrared, and the near-infrared, three different layers of light spectrum. And what we know, just like the sun stimulates vitamin D on our skin to you know, by being in the sun, the different light spectrums can also be used to heal tissues and organs within us to be their improved state of health. And so these combinations of different light spectrums, depending on what you have, for example, I can program the sauna to be uh, a detoxification segment, and that includes certain light spectrums that are in a particular pattern that increases the toxic release from deep within your tissues versus a regular sauna that heats the air. The infrared light spectrums don't increase the heat in the air. They actually stimulate movement of your cells, which is different than just heating them up. So you have an increased movement, and it is that increased movement that creates more warmth in your tissues because they're moving. And so you start to stimulate warmth within your body by movement within your body, and that's what the light spectrums actually do. And so that's another way of helping our bodies to be supported with our better intentions. I also provide, because everything here is about helping to nourish our lives, I also provide a body wrap nourishments, and this is particularly valuable for people who are minerally deficient, uh, cancer patients, for example. Any kind of care they've gone through, they are always mineral deficient, which is why their bones end up deteriorating sooner. So I can wrap them in an entire experience of minerals on their entire body, and then in a period of 90 minutes, that those nutrients can get absorbed through the largest organ of our body, which is our skin. So I'm using the skin to our advantage so that nourishment can come into our skin and toxins can be released out of our skin, and it, it helps to support our internal organs so that they don't have to do as much work. Now, we only have about a minute left before the uh, program ends here, but if people, people want to learn more about your center and the work that you do there, how can they get that uh, information? Well, they can certainly access our website, which is www.reconnectchiropractichiropractic.com. Dot center. They are also welcome to call us here at 281-778-4325, and we send out uh, a monthly health newsletter every month, and so they are welcome to tap into that as well. Just They can just call or send us uh, a note through our website. They can also just email us at reconnect at rch. Center, and we are open to helping humanity get on the holistic path to wellness. 
Well, I would certainly like to thank uh, my friend and wonderful guest, Teresa Beattie, for taking time out of her very busy schedule to be with us today and sharing her wealth and experience, knowledge, and insights on all of this. So uh, thank you, Teresa, for uh, being on the show today. Oh, thank you so much. My day is much better just hearing your voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to invite everybody to join us next week for another insightful and inspiring episode of Help, My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Thank you for tuning in to the show this week. Please join Dr. Jeffrey Fannin again for another edition of Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week possible. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.